This podcast contains topics and language that people may find offensive or triggering and may not be appropriate for younger viewers. We are not medical professionals and any advice should be taken at face value. Please consult your doctor if you have any issues and please let it be known that any sexual activity should be context appropriate, consent appropriate, age appropriate and species appropriate. Anything else? Have at it. Hello! Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start these podcasts like this yeah. from now on. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it is morning. It is. We've never done a morning before. No, we always do the evening. Yeah, which is way more sexy in the evening. Yeah, it's a bit more sultry. So let's talk about stuff that's not very sexy at all. Okay. <laughs> this whole episode is going to be about Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you just said I'm not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Martin's trying to not spit his coffee back into his coffee cup. As we mentioned on the last podcast, we started talking about my face and my injury and then I was had a cold and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I basically kind of wanted to talk about mood. Okay. Like and how that affects what you do and don't want. Elaborate. So as part of my facial injury and having a cold and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've just haven't been in the mood. Okay. I was thinking earlier that actually the way that I feel might have made other people feel like they're not attractive. Okay. So basically uh I have a few people that I'm liaise with occasionally. <laughs> and uh, and they've been like, oh, are you ready? You know, do you want to go out for a drink now? Are you ready to, you know? And, and I've just been like, no, not interested, sorry. And You haven't worded it like that, though. Well, I think it's, I think that's, I think that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it. Because okay. probably I haven't worded it very well. Okay. So... So I've had people going, oh, yeah, if you need anything, whatever, I can do whatever. And and there was, there's been a couple of people who have, who have been, oh, you know, I can come round and give you a massage, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you know. And I've... A massage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the listeners. Um, <laughs> Rosie was just... A penis massage. A penis massage, yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, and I've just kind of been going, no, not really. And um, and to the point where they've gone, oh, do you not want to see me anymore? Mm-hmm. And and the answer is, actually, I'm just not in the right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes people feel like they're not wanted. Yeah. And I was thinking about how that could sort of roll up especially in a relationship mm-hmm. where someone may or may not want it for a certain period of time, mm-hmm. which actually then makes them feel not sexy. Yeah. And therefore they don't really want it. Yeah. Talking about sexy things. Hey, baby. <laughs> Joined by Mr. Odin here. <laughs> so um yeah, I'm interested in your take on that. 
Because do do you? I feel like couples go through dry spells, mm-hmm. and I think that one small thing like having a cold for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. can really put a downer on sex within a relationship for quite some time. Yeah, and I and how might one get that kind of energy back in order to be able to then get back into the relationship sexually. Yeah. I mean, me and Lucas have had definitely moments where like we've gone through, we've never had a really long, long dry spell, but Mm. we have had moments and we still have moments. And I've discussed on a previous podcast that obviously with Lucas's ADHD, Mm. he forgets sex exists sometimes so it's not even that he's been under the weather or he's got a lot on or whatever he'll just completely forget that it's a thing yeah i have quite a high sex drive Mm -hmm. and so sometimes i i felt in the past that i've you know been putting it out there on a plate and that it's not been received and we've had to sit down and have ample conversations about it so that i can understand that it's not me and it's not that I'm not attractive or it's not that he doesn't want to sleep with me it's just that he doesn't remember yeah and and I and I've, I've definitely had it in relationships where I've where you just don't have it for a period of time and then you're I don't know stressed out at work or whatever yeah and then actually someone putting it on a plate almost makes it a bit worse yeah um because then you feel like you should be doing something that yeah. you're not actually quite into. Yeah, because we've had moments where he's engaged in sex with me for the sake of... Going through the motions. Oh, well, you know, we actually haven't had sex in, say, like three weeks. And she's obviously wanting it, so I should want it. Yeah. And then we've had sex, and very transparently afterwards like he's obviously not finished because his mm-hmm. headspace isn't there and he's not involved in it and then yeah. I've cried after mm. because I'm going what's wrong with me why don't you love me anymore am I not attracted <laughs> to you no, 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 no. and I've cried after mm. and then he's explained to me I'm just not in the right headspace blah 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 and then I cried further because I was like why don't you tell me this because I don't ever want to engage in something where we're both not present first of all I'd say that not finishing isn't any indication of whether you've had a nice time or not. Yeah. I tend to find that if you have really, really, really long sex sessions, it actually becomes very difficult to ejaculate yeah. by the end. Uh, and you'll see this in porn. Mm-hmm. Because men, they'll always be sort of finishing themselves off at the end. Yeah. Um, and so I don't think that's any reflection upon anybody someone not finishing Mm. and it actually happens to be quite a lot Mm. and it's no reflection of how much fun I've had basically if my penis is hard then I'm having a nice then then, (laughs) then, then I'm I'm having a nice time yeah Um, but yes I've definitely had people that felt disappointed that they think that I haven't had a nice time because of that but yeah that's just sort of part of part of the response I guess Mm. yeah I guess it how I guess it's difficult to <laughs> sorry I didn't just... you for, gotta for... zoom in on that moment <laughs> yes 
It's the pheromone perfume I'm wearing. Oh, is it? That's what it is. He's just like, he's just like, oh, not, obviously not. Not interested in that. <laughs> so special, special Odin moments. We'll have a yeah. com, we'll have a compilation of Odin. Yeah. We'll have one video that's just Odin. That's just Odin yeah. by himself. It'll probably be the most popular video. We'll probably. Have. Yeah. Um, getting out of that mood. Uh, so for me, so I'm kind of right at the cusp of that kind of, right, I haven't had any sex for a few weeks. Um, I'm a bit low because I don't feel attractive because I've had an operation on my face and therefore I feel a bit, yeah. And I'm kind of going, right, now I need to get out of that. For me to get out of that kind of bad mood, I need to do certain things. I need to feel healthy. I need to feel strong. I need to, you know, I need to basically sort of go to the gym and, you know, make myself, you know, girl, I'm girl. yeah, you know, I need to, you know, sort my nutrition out so that I'm, uh, you know, feel nourished. Um, but why do you feel that obligation to get back to that? Well, no, no, it, that is how I become, how I feel sexy again. Okay. You know, and that might involve, you know, you know, making sure my hair's the way I want it to be. I'll, you know, have a nice long bath. Uh, you mentioned that uh, tanning. Yeah. Like actually, you know, just like, especially in the winter, if you're pale and pasty and stuff, you know, actually even for men, I recommend, you know, you can stick on some fake tan. Yeah. Uh, you know, trim yourself up. Um, you know, yeah, say bath moisturize your body you know and actually get to the point where you feel sexy again mm -hmm. because i don't believe it's the obligation of the other person to do it mm -hmm. it would help if that person also did the same thing at the same time you know clean your teeth whiten your teeth if that's the sort of thing you like doing um you know sort out any kind of niggles uh in a, and then get back to being a strong, sexy, sexual person again. <laughs> and I th and I think that I've probably failed miserably in doing that within a relationship because you sort of spiral into some sort of, um, I'm reluctant to say depression because I think that's a more serious thing. I think having low mood for a long period of time, uh, most people can get out of. When you're stuck in a rut. Yeah. How would you get out of that? Do you do? You, first of all, do you ever experience that, or are you always? Oh God, yeah. Upbeat and happy. <laughs> no, I am not always upbeat and happy at mm. all. Like I've battled with depression for a really long period of time, mm. especially since post miscarriage, and that's a funny one because when I miscarried, it's <laughs> when. When I went through my miscarriage and I Googled, you know, and I necessarily Google things and try and relate to things and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. One of the things that flagged up about sex was that women would not want to have sex or would steer away from sex. I was the opposite. And I craved sex because I wanted that validation. I think that my body wasn't to blame and I was still sexy and this, that and the yeah. other. And... Me and Lucas found navigating that really, really hard because we weren't having sex because 
I just had a miscarriage and you can't have sex. Mm. And he didn't really want to, whereas I did. So mm. trying to navigate that was really, really hard. Yeah. And how did you get out of that? Um, or, or does it just come with time? Yeah, it's one of those things that I think literally was just as time passed and he was ready. Mm. Then we engaged in it and we had sex and that slowly helped validate me yeah. and was almost a stepping stone for this like catalyst into me then being able to do more for myself because I still felt that my partner desired me and I still felt that my partner found me sexy. Mm. Just out of interest, um, did you continue doing the OnlyFans stuff afterwards? And do you do it now still? Mm -hmm. Okay, but so so, but did when you went back to doing that, did it help? Uh, no. Okay. So I miscarried last October. Yep. And I completely stopped it all. And then I tried up again. I tried to start up again in the February of this year. And I did it for like a week and I was like, mm -mm, I can't do it. I can't look at myself. I don't want to do it. I'm not interested in it. Mm. Can't be asked. Like it was like literally the last thing on my mind. Yeah. Um, and it didn't make me feel very good. Okay. And it's only been recently that I've started it up again and it doesn't make me feel like shit. Right. Okay. Because I actually think the opposite. Mm. So when I have external validation, it makes me feel better. Mm. Um, and that could be anything from speaking to a friend that I haven't spoken to for a very long time, you know, who bigs you up in some sort of way. Uh, I'm, I play in a band with oh, Martin over there. Hey. <laughs> um, and you know, we play, we played the show the other day and that really helped me, mm -hmm. um, because you know, you uh, you play a show and then people come up to you afterwards going, oh, that was amazing. Or, yeah. Um, uh, and that generally makes me feel better about myself. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree. Like, validation for me and people gassing me up and compliments, boosting my ego is a huge thing. I just think that miscarriage is a separate yeah. world. Yeah. Apart from that, then... If you've had moments where you've been, we've had low mood before, um, where you're sort of trying to get back into into the room sexually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I. Yeah, I guess what one of the reasons I kind of wanted to talk about it was because of. How I've always, yeah, basically I've always failed in relationships to be able to get back out of that kind of uh, don't feel very sexy anymore. And I think getting that, getting external validation when you're in a relationship is actually quite difficult if you don't do things like we do. You know, you dance and do OnlyFans and, you know, um, and and also it's quite, you know, we're we're not horrifically horrible looking people so we probably get sort of <laughs> well so so we're going so we do get that kind of external validation yeah um but it's also that i think for me primarily coming out of it yes external validation helps me because it boosts my confidence and it makes me feel sexy again to be able to get back into the bedroom hmm. but 
within a relationship, it's also that internal validation between me and my partner that I think helps me. Yeah. Validation in the sense of me and Lucas have always been very open communicators. I say always, it's something that we had to, we had to learn to do yeah. where we sit down and we talk about things. So if one of us is feeling that way and we're not feeling attractive or up for being in the bedroom or whatever, we'll talk mm. about it. And, you know, he'll do things that make me feel sexy and make me feel loved without engaging in sexual intercourse with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he'll buy me flowers and he'll pay me compliments. And he does that a lot anyway. But I love flowers. I love flowers and most women love flowers. I I morally just can't do flowers. Why Lego flowers? I could do that. And they last forever. There you go. Like my love. <clears throat> yeah, I've got Lego sunflowers. <laughs> I love them. Love them. So he'll validate me in that way, which yeah. isn't sexual and, validation, but because it makes me feel good, it yeah. helps. I, I, I actually think that's probably more uh, useful than sexual validation. Mm. If someone says to you, oh, yeah, but I still find you sexy, doesn't feel right mm. if you don't feel sexy. Yeah. Um, I think I've always just probably just been quite bad at it. And I think it's I just push I just push people away until such time as I feel better again. Yeah. Um, I used to do that. Yeah, and then when I feel better again, everything's fine. But by that time, they might not feel sexy because I haven't made them feel sexy. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think it's just something to be aware of whenever you're. Um. Well, also I. When someone doesn't isn't in the right frame of mind, I think, yeah, I think pushing them is a bad thing because it will make them f- feel worse. Mm-hmm. You know, when are you going to be fine? When are we going to do this? You know, actually, I don't really know. Yeah, and therefore leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know whether I'm different in that kind of thing, but. So, so if I'm ill, I just want to be left alone. I don't. Oh, I, yeah. I don't want people coming around and bringing me food, and you know, I'll, oh, let let me do this for you. I don't need cuddles, and I don't need someone to run a bath for me. I just, I just want to be left alone. And then, and then, as soon as I'm well again, absolutely fine. I find it really smothering. Do you think though that's because you've not, like, you've had a long term relationship? Mm-hmm. But do you think that's Partially, maybe because you've not had that kind of thing in a long-term relationship. I think the reason I had that particular one long-term relationship is because she didn't do that. Mm. Because uh, I guess I've always been sort of fiercely independent. Yeah, like I, I, uh, I need to be able to survive by myself. I have done since I was. Kind of 16, 17. I mean, I moved out when I was 17. Uh, I went and lived on my own. And I was totally self-sufficient. I think mm. my dad would probably disagree. He said that I probably, you know, came home for a meal every now and again. <laughs> but um, With a pile of washing. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, no, I probably didn't. I, I probably wouldn't have let myself at that point. Mm. Um. And I always find that I get over uh, periods of low mood much better if I just try and fix the problems. 
So, um, yeah, so, yeah, get, getting back to being healthy again. And, I, and I'll associate low mood with actually sort of physical ish. Well, it's all connected. You know, your brain is just part of your body, right? Mm. So therefore, you know, going out and getting sunlight and, you know, uh, eating well and having decent social connections and, you know, all, all of the things that are good for you physically are also good for you mentally. Uh, and I think being able to kind of do all of that without someone helping you has always been in, uh, is what I've always done. And therefore, that's what I'm used to doing. I don't want this to come across like I'm being really, really generic, mm -hmm. but I'm being really, really generic. Mm -hmm. um, I think men have a tendency to be fixers. Mm -hmm. Lucas is exactly the same. Yep. Like in any situation, if he's if he's poorly and he needs to get back to health, and or mm. if something's wrong with me, he'll be, how do we fix it? How do we solve it? How do we fix it? I how do we that, move on? Yeah, I, th I think there's a few of us like that. But I think... Myself, and I don't know whether I speak for a lot of women, let us know. <laughs> but I tend to be <clears throat> more... I just want to cuddle. I just want to cuddle. I just want to cry. I just want to feel it mm. so that I can move past it. Because I have to be able to feel it, not fix it. Yeah. I have to feel it for it to fix itself. Yeah. Yeah, which is which is very interesting. Because I've heard that many, many times before. Mm. but And... Uh, and over the years, I've realized that actually you can't just, you don't just fix some, I don't think it's necessarily a male-female thing. I think you're probably right in that it predominantly is. But um, yeah, some people just want to be depressed for a while, have a cuddle, and then sort of, and then they can process it. Yeah. But I think that some people are just, I think some people are just fixers. Yeah. Um, you know, I will, like, if I feel like, if I feel terrible, I will just Google everything in my life <laughs> that could be contributing towards feeling a particular way mm. and then just fix those issues. Because mm. um, actually, I, I think uh, this, the last couple of weeks, um, really are just like a culmination of a whole bunch of stuff. You know, I finished a contract, didn't know whether I was getting another one. Uh, it's a, I don't really know where money's coming in, where it's going out. My Sounds a bit, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, my accountant hasn't done any of my corporation tax. So I'm just like, I've got no idea how much I've got to pay in January. Like, I don't, I, you know, it, there's a lot of kind of mental stuff going on. You know, I've got a list of things I need to fix within my house. Um, and I'm not really getting through the list as fast as I want. Like, although there's loads and loads of tiny things. Um, and actually, I was chatting to Martin earlier this morning, and it was just like, I, I, I feel like everything's just sort of piled up a bit, and I just need to kind of, what I really want is a few weeks just to kind of sort everything out. And then once I've sorted everything out, be fine again. Um, but that's how I deal with things. I will just fix everything. Mm. And once everything's fixed, I'm back on track. And that will affect me mentally and therefore also physically at the same time. 
Mm. So, in conclusion, I reckon because I don't because I don't think there's much more interesting stuff to say on the subject. I think it's it's probably one for another topic down the line. Yeah, when we're with maybe a bit more research and maybe speaking to a few more people about tools to get out of periods of low mood. Uh, but I think in conclusion, it's important for people to know that everyone goes through it. Um, and despite the fact that a lot of our podcasts are bubbly and, you know, like laughing at sex education videos or, you know, um, you know, and it, you know, like some of it is, you know, uh, you know, physically what to do. Sometimes people just go through a bit of a low period um, and it's okay for your partner to do that. It's mm-hmm. okay for you to do that. Um, and we'll give you better tools to fix it in the future. <laughs> Be interesting to hear <clears throat> from the listeners and the viewers' perspectives if they have anything that is a different perspective. Maybe they're not a fixer. Maybe they're not a feeler. Maybe they're somewhere in between. Well, I mean, there's certain, you know, like in certain countries where it's legal, you know, I just go out and get a prostitute, feel, you know, and then, or, get a fucking hand job from somebody and then you're like men, men, gum, and then you and that's a tool to kind of get you back into doing something watch yeah. some porn or you know go and have a nap or, but I know. also think it's important for people to know that like obviously as we say everyone goes through these things and there's no rush to be like I have to get back and I have to be sexually active again and I have to do this mm-hmm. it takes as long as it takes yeah and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think that's probably it for this one. Later's taters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.